Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequency. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Always interesting trying to get the things to sync up. So, hello everyone. Um, this is Dr. Eileen, and today is well. It, it's going to be sort of a journey into ideas around self-reliance. And there is an old saying about pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps, or trying to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. And the interesting thing about that is that. Originally, it was an insult. It was thought to refer to somebody who was delusional. The idea of, and, you know, bootstraps, of course, are, especially if you, you know, wear cowboy boots or whatever, the two little loops on each side, well, those are the boots. And that is how you pull the boots on. But to actually lift yourself up by pulling on that, well, that's something that's possible. But if you can do it, I would love to see a video of you doing it. But the idea that you would pull, attempt to pull yourself up by something that, you know, you are still anchored to, that all that leads to is a demonstration of maybe a little bit of foolishness. Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with working on being self-reliant. In fact, I think that everybody should work towards that and to be able to be self-sufficient. And there are points when we need to reach out for help. There's points when we all need to say, hey, I can't do this by myself. And uh, for those of you who have seen the tweets, I do a daily or thought of the day on Twitter. And if you're not getting it, then go on Twitter and, and you can find me, Dr. Eileen. And um, today's, and, and usually they just sort of come into my head or pop into my head that morning, um, unless it's something specific from somebody else. But um, this one was dealing with the fact that, um, well, yeah, you know, you can do a lot by yourself. But if you've been trying to do something alone, and you haven't been able to accomplish it alone, maybe that's a sign that the lesson is that you weren't meant to do it alone. And what I mean by that is that there's a lot of stuff that we can each do. We all have amazing gifts, and we all have things that we're challenged by. So if there is someone to help you to do something, then I think that it is preferable to ask for help than to struggle with trying to do something that somebody else could easily help you with. Now, it's it really is sort of a tightrope to walk because, you know, you don't want to go into the situation of not even trying to do something. But if you have been trying, if you've been working at it, if you've been, you know, really attempting to be able to do something, and you just cannot do it on your own, then, yeah, it's okay to ask for help. And in that case, and, and I 
put on my glasses every once in a while just to make sure that uh, there was somebody named Lisa who was on on the live chat. So for those of you who are on the YouTube, uh, there is the live chat. You can chat in, and, and if I can just squint and notice that there's something there, then I will go ahead and, and message to it, and I'll go ahead and respond to it. But, you know, I just I have to put on my glasses in order to, to actually see what it is. Anyway, um, and for those of you on Blog Talk Radio, I will not be able to respond online, but please leave me a message, and I will get back in touch with you, and, and I will contact you back. So anyway, or maybe I should just go ahead and put the glasses on. And all right, so we'll just leave the glasses on. So whoever you are, Lisa M., hello, thanks for watching. And um, anyway, as we're talking about why is it don't we, that we don't ask for help? What is it that prevents us from reaching out and saying, hey, I could use a hand? I mean, in, in some cases, it's, you know, there may be maybe just a little tiny, tiny bit of ego that might be involved. And, you know, we, we like to give the impression that we're very independent. I mean, nobody wants to be thought of as, as anything less than, than a strong, confident person. But there are times when we're all not a strong, confident person. There are times when we're in situations where it's, it's really hard and we don't know what to do. So why not just allow that you don't know how to do something and that you need help? Or, or maybe it's, it's just trying to figure out, you know, the best way to do something or the best, best approach to take. Maybe you have to have a conversation with someone that you're not looking forward to having a conversation with. Well, maybe you find out from somebody else, somebody who you can trust, somebody who can be an advisor to you and say, hey, you know, this is my situation. Um, how do you think, you know, what would be your advice on handling it? And, and yes, hello, Paulus Intuitive. Michelle, hi. So um, being able to be comfortable with that, and believe me, if there's anybody who struggles with that, it's me. I really like being able to be there for people. I like being able to, you know, be their eye of the storm. And I know that sometimes it's a big struggle for me to let somebody else be my eye of the storm. Because, you know, when you have the habit of being there for people, it makes it tough to receive. And that is something that really a lot of us are challenged by. Is And honestly, I don't think that it's just about ego. I mean, it can be, but I really don't think it's just about that. I think that in many cases, it's just that we fall into a pattern of handling. And especially if you're someone who is a caregiver especially if you're someone who is uh, normally in positions where people come to you for help, that it just becomes the pattern that we work with others and energy is moving outward instead of coming inward. So it really sometimes is just that you don't really think about it. And maybe you just want to burden people. And it can be um, really challenging to find that right person that you feel you can talk to, that you feel you can uh, really be you with instead of being the person that 
say you have to take care of. And yeah, I mean, needing help could be anything from something very, very minor to something really massive. And it's important because, especially when you're the type of person who's there for people a lot, it makes them feel so good to be able to be there for you. It, it helps them to feel empowered. Honestly, you're not less in their eyes. And you might be worried about that, that, well, if I'm not the strong person for this, for this person, then, you know, I'm not going to have faith in me to be there for them. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that that is what that person would be thinking. Probably they would be thinking is, wow, I can finally be able to have this feel like an equal relationship. And that is a wonderful thing. That's a very cool thing. And it's a wonderful gift to allow people to be there for you. And I encourage you to let that happen because the world is a very complicated place sometimes. Our lives can be very complicated. Our encounters with with other people can be tricky. And when you're not sure what to do, it's kind of a foolish person that will insist on trying to do it themselves when they could just very easily say, you know what, I could use a little help with this. If, if your car is making a noise and you're not sure what's causing it and, you know, you look under the hood and as far as I'm concerned, it's like magic is going on under there. I can stare into the human brain with more confidence than I can with looking under the hood of my car. And yet, I know that there are people who do understand what's going on with that. I'm not going to try to putter around and tinker with things and think, well, something will work out when I can just as easily say, hey, you know, my one of my sons, you know, is trained in that. So I can say, hey, you know, what do you think is going on? It's not that I'm asking him to fix it, but he has a much better idea on what the possibilities of, of what could be going on are. So I can rely on him. If I am having a problem with my tooth, I'm not going to try to figure it out myself. I'm going to go to a dentist and say, hey, you know, I'm having a problem with this tooth because that is what they do. That is what they're trained for. If you're feeling stressed and as especially if you're a caregiver or if you're somebody who is, like I said, there for a lot of people, if you counsel people, one of the most important things you can do is have someone that you can do that can counsel you because it is crucial because stuff builds up, honestly. And when you're in a situation where you're not sure what to do, you're not sure where to turn, you're not sure where to go, it helps to have somebody that you can say, oh, okay, I can go talk to this person. I know that this is someone who will be able to listen to me, to hear me out, and that I can just really be myself with. Because a huge part of us feeling safe, a huge part of us feeling in balance is just a problem need to feel safe. And when we're stressed out over something that we don't know how to handle, we don't feel safe. It, it's not, it's not a, a secure feeling. And by talking to somebody 
who does know about whatever it is. Maybe, maybe you're having issues with finances and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to deal with things. By continuing to do that, you know, it, it only creates more stress inside of you. Because if you know the answer to something, stewing on it is not going to give you the answer. <laughs> you know, letting it sit and fester in your own brain is not the way to find the answer. The answer comes from outside. You know, it comes from going to somebody and saying, hey, you know, I know you know something about this. I'm having a little bit of trouble with this. You know, what would your advice be? How, what would you suggest that you know, I do in order to help resolve this? And doing that is, it's very liberating. It releases so much. It makes us feel less isolated. And if you're in a situation where, you know, you maybe something is very sort of a, a sensitive topic, maybe it's something that is deeply personal, there's still the opportunity to find somebody who you can talk to about it. You just are very careful about who you choose to talk about it with. You don't just talk about it with anybody and, and please, 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 you know, there are light and shadow aspects of Facebook. And I enjoy Facebook. You know, I don't go off. I'm not on it as often as, you know, probably I could be, but, you know, I got a lot of other stuff. But when I do go on it, I find some really wonderful things. And there's also some things that kind of worry me. There was a woman who had a particular medical condition, and it was something that it was like, okay, this sounds a bit serious. And she was asking people on Facebook, it's like, well, what do you think? It's like, no, no. What I think is that you should be talking to your doctor, that this, this condition is not something that you can take to Facebook and say, oh, well, gee, you know, according to the people on Facebook, I should do this. Unless they're doctors, honestly, you need to go and see somebody about that. And, you know, so situations like that, you know, kind of make me go, don't. So, and there are great opportunities to get feedback. You can post something, hey, you know, my dog won't stop barking. And it's a good place to get some good first advice because there's a lot of people It's like, hey, my dog barked. Here's what I did. And you can be able to get ideas, at least starting ideas. But make sure that no matter what, even if it's just that, well, my dog is barking, you can look at all the advice and say, oh, okay, well, maybe, you know, these are good things to look at. And I should go and see, maybe talk to a professional dog trainer if, if the problem is really extreme. But when you really need to get professional information, it's important to go to a professional and, and speak to somebody who has knowledge and experience in that area. So what is it that you want to find out? Well, if something is really bothering you and, and if it's a real problem, one of the first things you can do is just break the problem down to what the problem really is. Is it that, you know, because we get upset about a lot of things, but when we actually kind of pick it apart and look at where the reality of the problem is, sometimes it isn't what we originally thought it was. It's like, you know, if somebody 
swerves and, and, you know, goes into your lane and you get really upset about it, are you upset about what the person did or what their action means to you? Because it may be that, wow, you know, that person swerved into my lane and didn't even look. Maybe it's what really is bothering you is that you felt disrespected. You felt that they were inconsiderate. And then you think, okay, what does feeling that somebody is, is, you know, inconsiderate of my feelings, where does that go inside of me? So it's very much about looking at breaking down the problem. And somebody else can help you with this, too, is deciding, okay, Here's my problem, but what does it really mean to me? What is it that it, it's affecting me? If, if it's an issue of, say, you can't find a job, and there are lots of people who are out there looking for work, and, and you know, sometimes there's lots of work and sometimes there isn't, but you always have to pay your bills. So if somebody is out of work and they're trying to find work, you know, it's like, oh, well, their problem is, is that they can't find a job. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem at, at this level. And then when you look deeper, it's like, well, maybe they don't have enough training or maybe it's that they've been out of the market for a while and they don't feel very confident. Or maybe it's that they really don't want a job in that field. And, you know, that's not what they really want to do. Or maybe it's just that, you know, they need to rethink what their what their criteria is for the job they want. So it can come down to, wow, I really, you know, the problem is not so much that they can't get a job, but that they're feeling really down about themselves. And they may have even worked their way into a depression. And once you reach into that place of depression, then it's like, okay, that kind of has to be dealt with. So looking at a problem from different levels is a really great way to break down how you can find a solution because it isn't until you really figure out, okay, this is what I'm saying that you can go, oh, all right, I'm going to figure out what it is that I need to do to fix it. So consider what it is, you know, think of, just think of whatever it is that you consider the biggest problem in your life. Then think about someone you know who has either been through it or it's their job to help other people through it. And if this is somebody who you can talk to, someone you can trust, someone who you can be able to be that nice equal level with, someone who you're okay being a little bit vulnerable with, because admitting that you need help, there's a little bit of vulnerability in that. And that can be kind of scary to be vulnerable. And I would suggest that it not be someone who you routinely have, a, that you stand as the counselor for, because it's not that they couldn't give you great advice. And if it's somebody who you work with who, um, you know, knows a lot about something, yeah, you know, go ahead and ask them. And just be real careful that it doesn't become a situation where you're trying to explain something that's bothering you. And somehow the conversation turns around and you're taking care of them. So just make sure that it's a situation where you are able to have an equal balance with the person that you're talking to, that they can see you just as any other person who's having a, a challenge. 
So once you are able to break it down and you can find somebody who can either help you break it down or once it's broken down, it's like, okay, how does this get reassembled? And finding a way to stack it up, stack up those blocks to be able to figure out, okay, now I know fully what my problem is and now I can work on figuring out what the solution is. And, and it may not be something that's an easy, quick fix. It may be something that you need to talk with someone about. You know, maybe you do need counseling on some level from someone. And that's always a very positive thing. And I am always, you know, I always encourage people that if they're having a conflict about something, you need to talk with someone. And when I found that I needed to talk with someone, it was like, oh, okay, if that's what I'm telling other people, I can't do that myself. I cannot um, cannot suggest to someone else advice that I won't take. So it's important to get your own advice. If, if you tell people it's like, you know, you really should talk to somebody about that, then when your time comes that you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Because when we let other people in to a situation or a challenge, often that challenge just just by having somebody else there and somebody else looking at it, it starts to shrink. It's not as overwhelming. When you have something weighing on your heart, weighing on your mind and weighing on your spirit and you talk with somebody and they're like, you know what? Yeah, we can do this. We can do this. We can solve this. Just having somebody there going, you know what? I hear you. I understand what you're going through, and we're going we're gonna to take care of this. That just so takes the weight off. It, it helps you to realize, one, you're not alone. Because being alone in your thoughts with a feeling of, of just, you know, hopelessness and helplessness in the face of something that you've tried to wrap your head around and you can't. And it doesn't mean that that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that this particular challenge has a particular answer and a particular skill set that's needed to take care of it, and it's not something that you do or it's not something you've had an experience with. So allow that somebody else could be able to be there for you in the same way that you're there for other people, that they can offer you advice and making sure that the person that you talk to is someone who will remember that what they're giving you is advice. They're not giving you instructions. And, and that is very key because whenever you're solving a problem, when you're working around solving a problem, it's about empowerment. It's that was brought to you because there's an opportunity for you to learn, for you to grow, for you to have more tools. It isn't about somebody saying, well, that's it. I'm just going to take away your problem because then you haven't, you haven't learned and gotten the gift that you're meant to get out of it. So by finding someone who can listen to you, who has the expertise or the knowledge to be able to offer some very good constructive advice, and who is going to understand that they are a participant in the process. They are not your rescuer. They are 
someone who is supporting you. They're in a support role. You're not telling them to, you know, become the team captain. You're still the team captain. And that's important because this is your issue. You're getting help to, to deal with it. But ultimately, the decision about what you do is yours. And having that support to be able to step into something that's kind of scary for you is amazing. It's wonderful. And it allows you to be able to be there for somebody else in a supportive role in just so much a better way. So it is crucial that you be able to feel that you can trust and confide in and talk to somebody about the things that are weighing on you while at the same time you're taking care of other people. Because honestly, if, if some problems, if, if they just start building up and start building up and you keep saying, well, I can handle it, I can handle it, I can handle it, then it just leads to a downward slope that goes into a very bad place. And you still haven't got a solution to your problem. Now you've just got additional problems because you're trying to manage that and other things are falling through the cracks. You know, when we get distracted, we we don't, you know, take care of things as sharply maybe as we would if we were distracted. So if you've been trying to solve a problem and you haven't found a solution for it, then you're not meant to solve that problem alone and learn to appreciate having other people come in and help. Not take over, not rescue, but support and help. And that is a really cool thing. And it allows us to be able to be in community. That's what community is all about. I'm you know, needing help with something and this person can help me, but then that person over there needs my help, so I'm going to go help them. And and that's how it works. We help one another. We offer our gifts and and make the whole process gentler for all of us because we're all connected. So as you give your gift to someone, let someone else give their gift to you. And you could do it alone eventually, but why? Because that also means problem solved, you get somebody to celebrate with. And that's a very cool thing. So, if something's weighing on you, seek out help. If you can't resolve it by yourself, then you weren't meant to. And there's an amazing gift in having somebody be there for you and take care of you and let them be your eye of the storm. So, thank you for joining me. And if you appreciated this episode, then you can like, you can comment. I, I do answer the comments. I, I check them. And, you know, for those of you who have commented, it's, it's always wonderful to interact. You can share it if you like, if you think somebody will benefit from it. And you can subscribe. And it's always cool to, you know, see more and more people subscribing as we build the community. And there's a lot of folks who are on the Medicine Walk, uh, the Facebook page for Medicine Walk with Dryleen. And I encourage you to go there and things will be announced there and uh, the thought of the day will be there because I post it, when I post it on Twitter, it, it ends up on that. 
And if you like what you, if you like what you're hearing, then please welcome to the community. And if there's a subject that you would like me to cover, if there's a topic that you're curious about or that you're wondering about, something that is weighing on you, something that you'd like some help with, then please feel free to contact me and I can either make it a subject of the of one of the programs or uh, if you like, we could talk one-on-one offline. So either way, go out and Face that challenge, but you don't have to face it alone because it's always cool to have someone at your back. And if nobody else is at your back, I'm at your back because I believe in you. I know you can do this. And I know you have the wisdom to be able to reach out because I'm sure there's someone in your life who can help you. And if you can't find someone in your life to help you, there's resources to be able to find people to help you. Anyway, thank you for joining me. I will be back next Thursday at the same time, 2 Pacific time, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, for those who are in other parts of the country and other parts of the world, I, you know, when I check the analytics and it shows all of the people who are in different countries and all the many countries that are downloading episodes and, and watching episodes, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And, hey, you know, put in a comment where you're from because that would be awesome. And if you're living in an area that is is really getting beaten up by either fire or water, know that my, my prayers are with you. And I encourage everybody to just, you know, reach out and, and help in any way you can. If you can send support, uh, that would be awesome. And, you know, look for, you know, usually it's like either the Red Cross or, you know, there's a lot of sites that will tell you how you can help most. But, you know, if nothing else, keep them in your good thoughts. Keep them in your prayers. And believe me, that makes a difference. It matters. Every good thought matters. So until next time, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings. From my heart to yours. Love you. Bye.